Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as Grumpy Gardener is to have all my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hello, Nella! Hey, Steve. How are you doing today? I am absolutely marvelous. You know what? It's Wednesday. Oh, well, I'm marvelous on every Wednesday. Good. I'm so glad. Yes. Okay, here's our question of the week. Okay. I live in central Virginia, and our soil is red clay. I want to amend it with compost to loosen it up before I plant a tree, but have heard I shouldn't do that. Is this correct? Well, that's a good question. I would say this is a situation where the answer is yes or no, depending on what kind of tree you're going to be planting. If you're going to be planting a small tree, let's say a weeping Japanese maple, amending the soil could make sense because the branches aren't going to spread, the tree's not going to get that tall, and the roots are going to stay in a rather small, confined area. So if you dig the hole and mix a third or more of organic matter to loosen up that red clay, that's really going to help. Now, if you're planting a big tree, let's say you're planting an oak or something that's going to be a shade tree, amending the soil when you plant it makes no sense because you're going to be amending an area that maybe is two feet in diameter, and the roots are going to spread like 40 feet out, okay? So whatever you put in that original soil, the roots won't be growing in that. So I would say you're just wasting your money if you're amending the soil for a large growing tree. Now, in either case, the key is digging a big enough hole because you want to loosen up the soil for the roots to start and get a good start before the tree starts growing. So when you're planting either a small tree or a big tree, I would make the hole at least three feet in diameter. And I would make it no deeper than the root ball of the plant because you never want to plant too deeply. The actual trunk of a tree should never be below the soil line. And when you get it that way, you have a nice, comfortable area for the tree to get started. You've loosened up all that clay. Plant your tree so the top of the root ball is slightly above the soil surface or just even. And then after you watered it and settled all that soil, then just cover around that with mulch. And that's really the best way to get trees started. Okay, I have a question about that. So a root ball, sometimes it's covered in burlap. Oh, yeah. And you cut off the burlap. Yeah. And do you loosen underneath the root ball? I generally prefer plants that are grown in containers, if I can get them, because the plant has been grown in that container and their whole root system is there. And you're not losing any roots when you take off the pot. Now, when they do a bald and burlap tree, what they do is they take a machine out there. It digs up the tree out of the field, and it cuts off a good amount of roots. And then they wrap burlap around the root ball to keep it from breaking. Because if it breaks, 
your tree is a goner. So if you're planting a bald and burlap tree, do not take off the burlap. Put it in the hole with the burlap on. The roots will grow through the burlap as it rots away. Now, you can loosen the burlap where it's tied around the bottom of the trunk. You can go ahead and do that, but don't take off the burlap because you have a good chance of breaking the root ball, and it's sayonara for the tree if you do that. Okay. Well, that's great to know. Yes. Thank you, Grumpy. Have a good Wednesday. You too. Steve. Hi, Nella. Look, we have an interesting plant of the week. I don't know what this plant is. Pintas. Oh, you don't know what it is. No. Well, then you need to know. I do need to know. Pintas is the name of a really good annual for the garden. What's great about it is it blooms such a long time. It blooms from the spring all the way through the fall. It never stops. It also comes in a lot of different colors. You can get white, pink, lavender, red. It's very, very showy when it blooms. And it's also one of the favorite plants for pollinators. So you'll see hummingbirds and butterflies on this plant all summer long. And it's very available. Um, The common name is kind of weird. It's called Egyptian star clusters. I don't know anybody who walks into a nursery and goes, you have any Egyptian star clusters on you, bud? I think I'm going to have to try that, though. Yes. So, um, But they do know pentas, and it's very available in garden centers and home centers. So it's not weird. And what does it like? It likes sun and it likes moist soil. It's kind of the same conditions that an impatience would like. doesn't like to dry out, but it does need sun. And if you get it in full sun, it's just fine. And it will never stop blooming until your first frost. Okay. When it dies with a frost. But before then, you're getting months and months of flowers. Wow. Well, you know, I've got to plant some pots. So I think I'm going to head and get some pintas. Yeah, it's a uh, great plant for putting either in your flower border or it's great for hanging baskets and containers. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love to have your feedback. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can find us online at southernliving.com forward slash Ask Grumpy.